0: away from the calllic thirst gets
1: Welcome to Above the Horizontal, a podcast about rugby league. I'm your host, Bo Nicholson. Our show is hosted and produced by a bunch of ex-writers for real sport back when they actually covered real sports. Much like them, we are by the fans and for the fans. And we like to have some fun while we try to delve into a bit of analysis as well. Before the season starts in 2023, we've assembled a craft team to run our eye over each squad and predict how their season will go for them. And my first guest today is Daniel Friend. Friendy, how are you today? I'm well, thanks, Bo. Ready to go. Can't wait, mate. Yeah, let's talk about those Tigers, and especially with Mr. Chris Waring, who is a big Tigers man. Chris, are you are you up for this? Are you up for talking about your tigers?
0: Yeah, mate, I'm ready. Can talk about my tigers. My optimism has slightly improved from last year, so it's about a two on the scale of ten, as opposed to zero last year. So, I'm good to go.
1: You have been hurt for far too long, obviously, <laughs> but yes, we are talking about the West Tigers and we'll start off with, um, so like the last episode, if you listen to our dolphins episode, it's going to be basically like, I'm just going to ask the boys a, a bunch of questions. Yes. No questions about how they feel about the recruitment, the back line, the, the forward pack, the, the coach, uh, all those sort of things. And some key questions for the season as well, uh, no points for guessing that Luke Brooks' name will come up at some point, uh, as it always tends to with the Tigers. But first of all, let's talk about their recruitment. They have been busy, the Tigers. They've brought in a whole bunch of pretty impressive players, I think. John Bateman, uh, David Klemmer, Api uh Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, and you also have Will Smith, who's not a bad little, you know, depth player. And of course, Charlie Staines, who should add some, add some strike to the back line. They've lost a whole bunch, including Luke Garner, who I think is a bit of a loss. Uh, Jackson Hastings, they had already lost Luciano Leilua, but I'm not entirely sure if he's going to play or not. Uh, Jacob Little has gone to the Dragons. Jack Jock Madden has gone to the Broncos. Musgrove has headed to the Dragons. Tyrone Peachy has left as well. Uh, and James Roberts has retired with James Tamo leaving too. So a few outs, a few ins. Chris, I'll give you the first right of reply for your team. Uh, do you rate the recruitment this season? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, I like to pick up a clamour. Uh,
0: just unfortunate at the expense it came, but we'll get into that. Um, obviously, the big ones, Apicorosau, in my opinion, I think uh, a lot will uh, uh, can, uh, be on his you know, his success will be closely linked to the Tigers' success, success I think. probably has great signing as well. Um, again, a couple of nice ones around the edges. Phil Smith handy player. It's probably a slightly better version of Tyrone Peachy. Charlie Sands is a probably someone who hasn't reached his potential, so he'll fit right in at the Tigers, but uh, <laughs> interesting signing. And again, um, I think we've let go of a lot of players. I think we should have. Um, Jacob Little, his time had reached an end at the Tigers' Uh, Zane Musgrove, it's no real loss. Uh, James Tarbell, in my opinion,
1: is no real loss. So, yeah, on on paper, I quite like the the signings and releases. What about you, Freddie, outside of looking in? Do you like the way the Tigers are going about it in recruitment?
2: Yeah, I like it. They've got some really good strong forwards there. Good edge runners in Bateman and Papali'i, who can also play, Well, Papali'i in particular, can play middle. Clemmer, good signing, I think. Good for culture um and Appy Caruso he's just an absolute
1: gun one of my favorites so yeah i think they've recruited really well as we said the last episode you do like a crafty hooker and Caruso might be the very best of them actually at the moment mm-hmm. uh, he's maybe maybe harry grant but in terms of crafts he's right there appy uh now a lot of these signings are due to the outgoing coach Maguire of course uh but Tim Sheens has also been involved, particularly with the pickup of John Bateman. Uh, so Timmy Sheens returns to the club. He's there i mean, if you're only counting the West Tigers as a joint venture entity, he is their only premiership-winning coach in 2005. Uh, dark days for me as a Cowboys fan, but happy days for Chris Wearing as a Tigers fan. Tim Sheens is a is a club legend, therefore, and he's also a club legend at the Raiders. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Very experienced. Frendy, do you rate him being the coach of the Tigers in 2023?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I think they've been a bit of a basket case for a while now. And I think someone that is passionate about the club, he's led the club to glory before. And um, he's got a yeah, a, a real um, lot of experience, Tim Sheen. So, yeah, I, I can't see how that's a bad thing, getting Tim Sheen back involved. But I like it. Chris,
1: uh, I'll ask you the same question, but I'll also add a question for you. Do you think... So, like, actually, first of all, do you rate it, yes or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, I've, I've come around a bit to it, yeah. Okay, because the question I was going to ask was, and maybe your hesitation is, is it a retrograde step? Like, is it is it trying to go back in time to capture magic that's long gone?
0: Uh, look, probably yes, but also for a club that has been, you know, uh, such a basket case without success for so long, I don't think nostalgia of previous success at least it's an image of what success looks like in a West Tigers jersey. I don't think that's an awful thing, and you know Tim Sheens is you know one of the greatest coaches of all time, and had such long success and career as a coach, especially with um, I think with the combination of Benji Marshall, so it's a bit of you know the the old knowledge, the you know uh, structures, and then with the new, then that that contingency plan seems to be a, a really uh, strong thing now for. And their are teams and players. So, um, look, I, I get it, it's a little bit of a desperate move, but I don't think it's an awful move. Um, you know, linking it through that that past success, either. it's just going to be a wait and see kind of thing.
1: i I think he's I think he's a definite positive. I think he's a step in the right direction for the club. And I do agree with you that uh, he sort of represents a time when the Tigers were successful. And if that can inspire anything out of the players, then that's a positive. I think so. I agree. What about the forward pack, guys? They they've spent a lot of money in their forward pack. Chris, do you rate it? Yeah. Um we will we'll get to a holistic picture later on, but I think the
0: forward pack is looking uh really good. Um John Bateman and uh Papalii, I will assume are on the edges. Joe Gaby was Tigers player of the year. He's really great last year. I think had a really underrated season. Yeah. Uh Yutuk-Amanu struggled with injury, but you know the, the you know the potential he has. David Clemmer is really solid signing. And then uh, Funua Pole, uh, Alex
1: Twole, uh, Corey Asau. Uh, I really, I genuinely like the forward pack we have. I'd probably throw Sean Bloor in there as yeah. well. Very similar to Utoi Kamano in the sense that injury has sort of curtailed his uh, experience in the first grade so far, but I think he's talented. Friendy, what do you think about the forward pack? Do you rate it? Yeah, I like the forward pack. I think it's great. Obviously,
2: the, the big boys we spoke about before will make a big difference, but they've got some really good depth there with some young guys. So, yeah, I, I like their forward back.
1: All right. Now, let's let's go into some potentially uh, controversial territory here. So, the spine. Now, the spine is obviously at least fullback, half halfback, hooker. You can probably count Offenyawe at lock if you want to as part of the spine, the way he plays. Friendy, do you rate their spine?
2: Well, I rate parts of it. I like the six and I like the nine, and there's well, there's a player in Dane Laureate in the one as well, but, I mean, you, Luke Brooks is still the seven. So, yeah, it remains to be seen. I, I, I'm just – I'm on the fence because I love Corey so much, but how much impact he can have to limit the detriment Brooks brings um, – I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go rate it just because of Corusier. Yep. Yeah, I I with you. That's pretty much exactly what I had. Yes, except Brooks. That's what I said. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, it's it's uh,
0: it's, uh, it's very it's agree uh, with friendy. It's just it is. You think about it too much, my head explodes. Just why Luke why Luke Brooks is still there, but <laughs> what he does when he gets the ball. Yeah, and, uh, and, and uh, I, had a, I, I actually have a theory of why they've let Hastings go, and of course. Hastings is so ball dominant that I guess, and I, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I, I'm a West Tiger champ for long enough that I think this is their rationale that <laughs> because Corriveau is so crafty and playmaking out of out of nine, that they're worried about the mix of Corriveau and Hastings because they're so ball dominant. Where Brooks is more like a he's, he's better wider of the the rock, but anyway. But look, with the forward pack, this is easily the best forward pack Luke Brooks has ever had. Easily, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we'll get to the backline in a minute, which may create, which may be its own issue, which um, we'll touch on. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say. You know, it's Luke Brooks, like eleventh season in first grade, and look, not everything is his fault. No, Luke Brooks is like a weird vessel of like he deserves, he definitely deserves some of the criticism he gets, but he doesn't deserve all of it. But he he is both over criticized and often under criticized. Mm-hmm. He's just this weird fucking player that. It's just like a his wallpaper at the West Tigers. But, um, yeah, like, Dan Dan is cool. I really like Dan Laurie. He's a tough field player. Adam Dewey, hopefully injury-free season. Yeah. Uh, great ball runner, massive, um, really great player. Corey Sowers, you know, hopefully um, he, he stays good. And then, yeah, the question mark is Brook. So, yeah, I'll, I do know. I'd say it's 75% good.
1: Okay, good. Um, I, I don't need to tell you this, obviously, but I found it funny when you were saying... And like, I know that you agree with this—that their logic might have been that Coruscant and Hastings are both ball dominant, therefore they can't mix. And it's just like, well, what's Nathan Cleary? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like that. But that is yeah. West Tigers' logic. You know, it's not your logic; it's their 12th logic. No, exactly. That's exactly
0: what it is. But uh, I, I just know that it would have been something like that. Like it would have been a front office just. But yeah, like yeah, exactly. He's coming off playing of. Nathan Cleary now is going to look brooks. I'm sure that's gonna be a head spin for him, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's talk about the back line. Uh, Friendy, do you rate it? Yeah, it, it's
2: okay. Um, oh, I don't I'll probably have to go not rate it, no, with the, with the that back line they've got at the moment. Um, but I think there's potential.
1: So yeah, make mm. of that what you will. There's an analysis for you. So 2023, not rate it, but maybe 2024 rate it. Possibly, yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I rate that. Um, uh, Chris, what do you think? Uh,
0: uh, I don't like it. As of, I can just see so many. There's just lots of players in the background that just have hands like snakes. And I can just see lots of, <laughs> in a pessimistic way, I can just see lots of like, I think the West, I, I genuinely think the West Tigers forward pack is going to do a great job, but I can just see it being wasted by you know. Uh, Kapowa is not the greatest catcher. Brent Naden is a bit better. Hopefully, has a bigger season. But um, look, hopefully, Mamalo stays good. Nofalumo is what he is. He'll probably be back on the wing. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how Stains goes. Um, Staffordia had a really good season last year. It'd be interesting, to, good to see Tommy Talau back. Hopefully, he's Still a handy player, but yeah, look, um look, there's there's players there that I like, but there's there's just I don't think it's the most skillful backline, so I'm gonna say no.
1: I'm also gonna say no. But what I do rate, and I, I'm gonna get your opinion on this, Friendy, as well, is Chris's use of use of a friendism there. Hands like snakes. Friendy, do you rate that use of a friendism?
2: Yeah, fantastic. Wow. Well done, Mary. <laughs> very,
0: very <free. laughs> Cheers.
1: good. <laughs> Cheers, <brother. laughs> All right. Yes or no, are the Tigers heading in the right direction? Chris, is, as one of their fans, are they heading in the right direction?
0: Well, I don't think they'll finish 17th so or 16th,
1: so yes, I think they'll be better. Excellent. And, Friendy, what do you think?
2: Yes, I do think they're heading in the right direction. Some fantastic
1: signings, yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, so, let's talk about Tim Sheens again. So... Tim Sheens is, is known as an innovative coach. It's part of the reason why they won the 2005 Premiership. They just they were just playing a style of game that no one else was playing and no one knew how to counter correctly enough to win the comp. So can Tim Sheens be, we agree that he's a good signing for this team, but can he be the innovative coach he has been in the past, Friendy?
2: Yeah, I think he can. I think he only knows one way and innovative is exactly that. So yeah, I'll back him in.
1: I think yeah, his
0: his his coaching style suits what the West Tigers DNA always has been, which is something Michael McGuire just struggled against. I think it's going to be very athlete, aggressive, you know, kind of footy, and I think that suits Benji Marshall's what I imagine Benji Marshall's coaching style would be. So.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll say yes. Yeah, I think as 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 friendy said, it's just the way he coaches. He'll he'll be trying to think outside the box. There's some slight little amendments to the rules this year as well uh, that might increase um, speed around the ruck, particularly when when the referee is now calling held release immediately as like one call is not held. Wait, wait, release. So it could it could turn into touch footy, and that could that could work in in Tim Sheens' favour. So I think yes, I think he will innovate. Now, the next question, that's, you know, I think we've already kind of answered it, but Chris, will Luke Brooks finally live up to that potential, that potential we've always heard about?
0: I, I don't think it would ever be that player. I just want him to be a competent first grader. I mean, that's just, you know, that, that's really what's expected at this point, isn't it? And, and especially, especially now, a lot of the bases have been covered this year. He has a very, the, probably the best or second best nine in the game. Okay. You've, you've, you've dealt with that problem. And then you if Adam Dewey stays fit, Adam Dewey's a great ball runner, great you know, great playmaker, um,
1: great passer. All
0: he has to do is just be a competent player. Surely he can do that this year.
1: Surely. Okay, well Friendy, I he's probably not gonna live up to that potential, but do you think he can be that important cog for the Tigers, like Chris is talking about? No. He's got too much head noise.
2: He's just yeah. not can't do it, sorry, unless he changes jerseys or... I, I think he, if he went to the Super League, he would shred them over there. He's got a decent running game. Um, he's a tough little bugger. But in the NRL, in a West Tigers jersey, unfortunately, there's too many scars there and it
1: just, it's not going to happen for him. I, I tend to agree with that, unfortunately. Sorry, Tigers fans. The next question is, will the Clemmer-Hastings swap prove a good one for the Tigers, friendy? Well, I'm, I'm a red and blue man, so I love the
2: signing of Hastings. I actually think it's something each club needed. So whilst I – if I was the Tigers, I would have kept Hastings. Um, I can understand why they wanted someone like Clemmer to get around there, some of the young forwards. So, yeah, may, maybe it'll work out for both clubs. Uh,
0: like, yeah, I think, it, I think it's going to have its positives on both sides, but I think it's going to be like a – it's going to be like a net neutral for the Tigers. Like, I think Clemmer will be good, and I think um, – the kind of person he is that des- was desperately needed mm-hmm. for a West Tigers forward pack, um, you know, someone that will get up, someone who's he can see is not doing the same kind of effort plays and, you know, you know, that kind of play. He's a bit rough around the edges, which I think the Tigers desperately needed in that forward pack. But I think Hastings is going to be a loss as well. Um, I think he's a better back than Brooks. Mm. So, I'll, yeah, I'll, like... Yeah, I think it'll just be a
1: watch. It'll be good in one way, but it'll be bad in another way. I, I can definitely see the positives of having Clemmer there like you guys have talked about. But for me, it's a no. I think they needed Hastings at that seven jersey more than they needed Clemmer, in my opinion. I think they obviously if they can get both, get both. But I think Brooks for Clemmer was the better swap for the Tigers. Obviously, Friendy would hate that though. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to wish that upon anybody. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's a no for me. But with all that in mind, it sounds like we're relatively positive on the Tigers for most of it, apart from their halfback, really. So, Chris, I know that you've got a lot of scars uh, built up over the years, but where are they going to finish? In what bracket? Uh, Nine to
2: 12. Yep, agreed. Nine to 12.
1: I think so, too. And I think I'll speak for all of us, where it's just like, yeah, we have our doubts about Brooks, but just the overwhelming strengthening of the overall squad, plus Tim Sheens as coach. It does feel like a, a movement in the right direction. Not to the top eight, but I think 9th to 12th is a good result. Uh, Chris, do you think Tigers fans would be happy with 9th to 12th? Uh, yes. Contingent on the type of footy
0: that they play, I think West Tigers fans, and speaking for myself as well, i just desperate to see a team that are competitive week to week, are, are in games and not just getting beat by every team at the bottom, then randomly jagging a top four win, then going back to being shit. Just some consistency in effort, style of play, being in games, jagging wins every now and again. I think the best Tigers, if they can see that
1: improvement, they can wait another year for a top eight performance. All right. That sounds that sounds good to me. So let's do one last question. What are your bold predictions for the team this season? Uh, Friendy, you can go first. What's your bold prediction for the Tigers? Well, I
2: think they'll be in the eight for a decent part of the season, but then just fall out near the end.
1: Okay. So maybe maybe up until around origin time, maybe I, they'll I be think, in that hunt?
2: Yeah, I think around that origin time. And I have a really bad feeling that if Appy plays a lot of origin, that's going to affect the Tigers dramatically.
1: Mm, okay. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> there would certainly be an improvement on last It'll be year. It will be better than last year for sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris, what's your bold prediction? Uh, I don't know if it's so bold, but I think breakout, a breakout
0: season for August re Emergence for uh, Stefano Itukumanu, um oh.
1: I think, he'll be a starting prop. I think he'll have a really great year. Well, he's somebody that's been on Brad Fittler's radar for Origin before. So uh, if he can get to that sort of territory, that's going to be a really good sign for the Tigers. Uh, my bold prediction is about a forward as well. Uh, a bit different, though. I've gone with Isaiah Papali'i being in the club's top 3 try tri-scorers in the season. Uh, so, again, the clubs, not the, not the NRLs. But I think, you know, like Charlie Staines and Northaluma are probably going to be up there or thereabouts. And I think Papali'i is going to be right there with them. So, uh, such is his impact. So, I hope that happens as well. Boys... That's it for the Tigers episode. Thank you, Friendy. Thank you, Chris. Thank you to the listeners. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please subscribe and tune in and like and comment and rate and all those things that you can do. Uh, but until the next episode of Above the Horizons, which will be about the Warriors season predictions... Above the Horizontal is a rugby league podcast by the fans and for the fans. It's produced by our entire team of former writers for real sport, including Daniel Friend, Christopher Waring, Miles Stebbin, Kieran Gibson, and me, Bo Nicholson. We'd love it if you could support us by telling a rugby league fan about us so they can go above the horizontal as well. Thanks for listening. See you next time.